Welcome to another episode of Paul Don Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got Brian Tenters. He's the uh, Northeast Area Supervisor for the, in the Power Quality uh, Group over at Eaton, and uh, we're going to talk about power quality and critical power because obviously, you know, backup power is an issue and always has been, but there are some places where backup power is more important than others, wouldn't you say, Brian? Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, thanks for having me. And, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and this day uh, and age, um, power quality is, is very critical. We have um, uh, we at Eden, we service a wide variety of uh, customers, uh, anywhere from data centers to uh, hospitals to pretty much anybody you can imagine that, that needs critical power. Um, specifically, what we do is our UPS systems, um, they bridge the gap between when the customer loses power and the, the util- lose utility power and the generator kicks on. Uh, it sometimes takes 10 to 15 seconds for a generator to kick on, and um, you need something to hold the load in, in between there. Um, that's where our systems come in, the UPS system. There is literally zero uh, time delay in the transfer so it carries their critical load through the interruption until the generator kicks back in and, and then continues carrying the load. So um, Got it. You know, it, it's very it's very critical uh, for like I said, any anybody that uh, if you can imagine uh, being a patient on a hospital table and um, you know you, that's just not an option to lose power. So that's <laughs> That's where our systems come in and not only protect against um, power outages, but it protects against all the nine different, there's actually nine different power anomalies that can affect the customer load. And our three-phase systems protect against all nine power anomalies. Uh, can you give us a quick rundown of the nine? Because I, I, I can think top the top of my head. I'll see if I can catch all nine. Yeah, let's see. So there's... Um, I remind myself here, uh, there's, there's sags, there's uh, surges, there's undervoltages, underfrequencies, um, brownouts, blackouts. Um, I think I have all of them. Um, well, we're short a couple. And we got, sounds like we're short a couple. Let's see, uh, underfrequency, overfrequency, undervoltage, overvoltage. Um, SAGs. Blackout, brownout. Blackout, brownout. Transients. Boom. Nine. You got it. Nine. Yep. So we protect, our systems protect against all nine of those power anomalies. Well, you know, and uh, it's important to stress that, that, you know, power quality is as important to critical power as the power itself. Um, you know, I actually uh, joke a lot about it back when flywheels were really uh, starting to come in, and I pointed out the importance of, you know, having that kind of ride-through. But then also a power quality UPS is also addresses the same thing. And I pointed out you could have an injection molding factory that makes fake rubber vomit, rubber, you know, it doesn't matter what you're making. If you can't keep a consistent heat on your nozzles, you're not going to get consistent molding. And even a 
mundane, non-critical application like that could use power quality. Imagine about the machine that's hooked up to your heart. Exactly, and, and it, it's very – most systems today, um, you know, the, they, they fall within uh, certain voltage parameters, and, um, you know, if, if, if any kind of a surge or sag or under-frequency, over-frequency passes through, um, you know, so, sometimes these things that people take for granted, you know, they just see the light flicker and they don't think anything about it, but if, if those type of anomalies get passed through through these critical systems, um, it is um, – could potentially be uh, life-threatening for some people, and then it could be um, uh, business critical um, and affect a, a business bottom line on other issues such as data centers or um, uh, any, any type of critical system. Well, I can easily see all of that. Well, and critical systems may not even be what we, you know, the average person can point to and say, hey, critical system. I mean, I, I bet you could think of examples of systems where power is absolutely critical, but it doesn't spring to mind right off the top of one's head. Oh, absolutely. Um, a perfect example is, um, you know, we re recently did some um, work up at the Mount Washington Observatory um, where they, um, the Mount Washington Observatory uh, keeps track of all the weather um, up at the top of Mount Washington, which has had the world's worst recorded weather. Um, the reason they do this is they um, they report it to the National um, Weather Association, and they also report um, it for hikers and uh, uh, people that are climbing the mountain so that they know what the, the um, current conditions are. So if, the, if those systems are not working properly, um, you know, the, it's it, it's um, it could be life threatening, and it, it it's a data integrity type of issue as well. I can imagine. Well, um, you'd have a lot of issues there I am, beyond just simply providing because power because you've got environmental, you've got um, demand changing and load. I mean, I figure, especially when you're thinking about uh, anything that involves motors, you've got your peaks and you've got your troughs of uh, power usage, so you've got to compensate for all of that, right? Oh, absolutely. They, at one point, their um, the system was critically on uh, generator power, and then at, at one point uh, a few years ago, they actually ran power up alongside the Cog Railroad. Um, but because they, um, uh, because of what you like, you said the weather conditions and the climate, the um, power is not very reliable. So they're constantly switching back and forth from uh, utility to generator, and in the meantime, you know, you have that transfer delay, so they, they really need some type of system. Previously, they had a bunch of small desktop UPS systems that you would buy at a local retailer, um, but the, the problem with the, those type of systems is they don't protect against all nine power anomalies. Uh, so what they were seeing and uh, they're seeing with other um, partners that are on the mountain is um, those, those partners are losing equipment, whereas the Eden system that protects against all power anomalies uh, has not seen any type of uh, power outage or any type of loss of equipment. So nice. Exactly. So they, they take well, some direct lightning strikes up at the top of the mountain. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, any kind of power anomaly you can imagine uh, that would affect their load, they, they see it up there, and they've never had an issue since they've had the Eden UPS system. Sweet. Now, Brian, what kind of support do you provide? I mean, obviously, it's not something you just trundle in and drop into place and hook up cables. I mean, you could, but 
obviously you're not going to get the full benefit out of the system. What kind of support do you offer? Well, that's, that's, um, a, that's a great point because, um, you know, you can, have the, uh, you can have the best product available, but if you don't take care of it, uh, it's only as good as you take care of it. So we, um, I actually am in the, the business of taking care of customer, customer service. Uh, all, my, all my engineers are customer service engineers. Uh, they're all factory trained. Uh, none of them actually go out and work on a piece of equipment until we send them to Raleigh, North Carolina, where we have a state-of-the-art facility. Uh, they not only do um, troubleshooting and technical training, but they, they have uh, this classroom environment where they discuss theory, uh, very involved training. So all of our technicians are trained. They have all the latest tools uh, as far as uh, uh, software tools to, to calibrate the UPS system, hand tools to work on the UPS systems, um, access to engineering to, to, to learn about any type of field service modifications that need to be done to make sure that the system is operating properly and up to the latest firmware and what have you. Um, they also, we also provide our technicians with um, vehicles that are suitable to get them to, to a site in an emergency condition. Um, they, they all have four-wheel drive vehicles. Um, you know, as you can imagine, getting to the top of Mount Washington may not be the easiest thing. And uh, we're hoping that we don't have to go up there by taking care of the system on a regular basis. We, we're hoping that we don't have to, but emergencies do happen. And, and, and when they do, we want to make sure we get the technician up there in a timely manner and in a safe manner. You know, and that's, and that's one of the other biggest things with our uh, training as well as we, uh, safety is, is number one. So we comply with all of the National Fire Protection Agency, uh, Arc Flash, um, training, we're all at flash training so that we can uh, work on the equipment safely. Uh, we have our flash clothing and um, comply with all of NFPA 70E. Well, and, and that's, that's also important because obviously without the safety side of it, the other becomes a little debatable because how functional and how serviceable is a system that's unsafe. Exactly. And, you know, going into a system uh, with safety in mind, um, you know, it, it not only benefits my employees, but it also benefits the, um, the customer as well. Excellent. Now, so we, oh, go ahead, Brian, please. I, I was just going to say that we, we just have a, um, a comprehensive, um, right from the factory training all the way to the tools to the, the correct vehicles, um, what it, what it does is it develops a uh, field service engineer that can get to the site and get the unit fixed. And our, our goal is to have a first-time fix rate. We want to make sure when a customer has an issue, first of all, we want to make sure our customer doesn't have an issue. Uh, and we do that by doing comprehensive preventive maintenance. We go out once a year, calibrate the system, test it, make sure everything is working properly. And our jobs are to make sure our first job is safety. Our second job is to make sure that that customer load is never interrupted. And we do that by all the things that we just talked about. Um, so I think that, you know, I'm proud to say that we have, you know, one of the best field service organizations. We have a great product, and uh, the, the two of them combined uh, provides great customer service and uh, added value to the customer. Now, Brian, well, first off, how can people get more information? Where can they go uh, and get 
something from Eaton, uh, the website, is there a deep drill page, something that they can get some more information on? Yeah, you can go to um, www.eaton.com slash services and um, UPS services, and that, that will give you um, quite a bit of information about the UPS systems and services and, uh, and all the products that we offer. Um, they can also call our dispatch number, which is 800-843-9433, and um, that number will patch you through to anybody that you need to talk to about the various products and services that we have on our systems. Well, thank you, Brian. Now, one thing I always like to do before the end is, is give my guests the opportunity to get the last word. So um, it could be a little bit more about Eaton, the product, or just a little tip for our audience, but uh, the floor is yours. Well, I'd just like to say, you know, all of the guys that, um, all of the field service technicians, uh, men and women that work on these systems, uh, they were all got a passion for customer service. Um, that's our business. You know, we, we let, as I said earlier, we have, we have a uh, great product. Uh, we have one of the, I think, one of the best products out there, and um, if not the best product. And um, we have the best technicians that really care about their customers. Uh, and that, and that's the important thing is, you know, we, we like to go out there and develop a relationship with our customers and have a lasting relationship. Uh, we're not looking to get in there to, to just sell a product and get out. We're looking to have a long-term relationship with this customer, and we really care about their needs and their future needs. And, and that's, that's what we do. Uh, we're, we're in the business to take care of the customer. Uh, and in, in the case uh, of power quality, you know, they, we provide them a system, and, and then we take care of them for the life of that system and the life of their business, hopefully. Well, thank you so much, Brian. I, I'm really glad to have had you on the show, uh, especially considering the importance of both backup power for mundane tasks and for critical tasks. And obviously, you service all of that, but the important thing is that you provide people with the solutions so they can uh, all get their tasks done. So thank you again for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Oh, pleasure's mine. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul Tom Power. Have a great day. <laughs>